I got homies from the two. I got homies from the three. Look, man. We changed the roster. Hear me out. Hear me out. Open run with BTG on the road. Y'all can hear it. Maybe y'all can hear it. Oh, man. So here we go again. We got, what, less than... We got about 20-some games left, or just less than, right? We had some very impressive Ws past couple of days, you know, beating Dallas, beating Golden State, um, and one of those things that I tweeted out was everything was looking good. We just have to make it consistent, right? When you look at the standings, like I want to say Dallas is number six in the standings currently. And I think they're only about a game or two ahead of us. It's a, it's a lot of shuffling that can go on within the last 20 some odd games left. And here we are at the point where we go through this. It seems like this is like almost every season since the bubble where where we have a very important injury or situation that has taken place. So against that Dallas team, uh, Bron popped his ankle. I'm not going to say turned. He said he heard it pop, you know, and... That means he's going to be out for a while. And and who's who? I mean, they, uh, the reports say two to three weeks. I want to give a special shout out to LaMelo Ball, man. Uh, heart goes out to him. He got a, a season ending injury where he looked like his was was less damaging. But those be those injuries where you don't really see what I mean. We knew what happened because they kept showing a replay. but. You know, it wasn't nothing gruesome, nothing to turn your head about. But his injury was a season-ending injury. As far as Braun, the first reports was several weeks. Then they narrowed it down to two to three weeks. That's a lot. That's a lot of games right there. You know, that's probably anywhere between 12 to 15 games we're talking about that he's going to miss. Uh, D'Angelo Russell is still currently out. There's no telling when he's going to be back as of right now. They said his return is is, is coming up soon, but he, he had a similar injury. It was a foot injury, ankle. So now it's time for Anthony Davis to stand up. And kind of like what the professional said, there's never any doubt about Anthony Davis' game, talent, whatever the case may be. It's always been about the physical aspect of injuries and, you know, just wondering, you know, when he hits the floor, will he be getting back up? You know, is he durable? Which, no, he's not. But we're looking for him to rewrite whatever he has done in the past, at least for this season. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because... We have Bron out. We won't have Bron, but we do have a team that looks to be competitive. And with the upcoming schedule, which they have said is one of the easiest schedules to end the season, it's still not it's still not a, a, a sure thing, right? So there's a there's a high level of concern because for one, I wanted to see I want to see this team compete on all levels, on the next level, and at full strength. 
Well, it doesn't look like that's going to happen. Even if Braun, I mean, when Braun comes back, you know, um, see, things are going to change and start off slow again. You know, it's not like he just pick up where he left off. And even if you do pick up where you left off, it's not on the same level because by the time you come back, he's either going to be playing, playoff, or at least close to both of those, right? So there's a level of concern there. Um, Braun is breaking down. That classic vehicle is shutting down piece by piece, you know? So we're starting to see the, the man who is once deemed immortal start to fall apart. Why I say that is because I want to say every since 20... No, I want to say every since he had his first... His first major injury to me, to my knowledge, was his groin injury. Uh, what year was that, though? I want to say that was, as a matter of fact, I want to say that was before, the, it was either the year before the pandemic or the same season as the pandemic. I can't fully remember, uh, but it was against Golden State for all you guys. I know you guys are yelling, not probably yelling out. It was, it was definitely the Golden State game because it was the Christmas game. And I want to say we ended up beating them. But I want to say that was one of the most important injuries that I've seen him have ever. You know, was sprawling. Um. So, with that being said, um, ever since then, you know, he's had nicks, little nicks here and there, but those little nicks here and there has kept him out, not just for uh, a certain period of time, but like an important period of time. You know, like I said, you, we got play-ins and playoff seating uh, in jeopardy right now. You know, and it's it's crazy to say that as a Lakers fan, but we and we do have a solid squad. We do. We got and we had some cast that 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 not too long ago just came back with you know with the Austin Reeves and the Lonnie Walkers of the world, you know, and with the new addition, we have one of the new addition, which was a, which is a returnee, uh get hurt. You know what I mean? So it's like we're battling injuries right now. And that's where we are right now. So now it's on AD. I don't think there's no excuse. You know, I think it helps to have D'Angelo Russell back. But again, when you still have uh, Dennis Schroeder and and uh, AD, which we had in the playoffs at one point, um, we just it just didn't happen. It just didn't happen. You know, but we needed to happen now. In a regular season, we need AD to turn up. The scary thing about that is mm, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of uh, faith we have, you know, because we haven't had we haven't had a reason to have faith uh, in a particular player like AD because of his health concerns. So, but you know me. Me probably standing alone on this mountain, I, I choose to be optimistic. You know what I'm saying? Nothing is nothing is over until it's honestly over. You know, so we we have to we have to figure out we have to figure out how we're going to shape the offense around AD and who's going to be the second and third in command when it comes to the scoring options. Uh, one of the major concerns we do have, as well as the whole league at this point, 
is also defense. You know what I mean? Like if our defense stepped up, which we have seen in certain moments, but not consistently through games, it's one of those things where you step up and play defense and that matches our offense. And we got to get, we got to start finding chemistry and the flow of the game uh, more often because coming back from 27, it's not, it's not ideally like that's not something that we're trying to do consistently. Uh, ideally, I would want to be up and make sure we maintain a lead or be right there neck and neck with the best of the best and duke it out in the fourth quarter. And whatever comes of that, that's what that's what matters. But as long as we're in the game, I don't want to get in a situation where we're scratching from behind. I don't want that to be a consistent type of thing. I don't want that to be normalized. You know what I mean? Because uh, your confidence is built off of what you're be what you're able to do and consistently do, and I need them to be either in the game or maintaining the game, um, and you know I'll at least at least give me up until the last five minutes of the fourth quarter, and let's go from there. Uh, like I said, LeBron is a major piece that we're about to miss, and that, like I said, that Cadillac is 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 breaking down piece by piece now. Um, but let's hope he has a much speedy recovery and he comes back and he does what he does because what he did in that game was play bully ball. And I respected that, you know what I mean? Um, but again, we talked about a cat that recently just broke the record. So it shows you the amount of work that he has put in, uh, to accomplish that goal. You know, he's in, you know, it, he's on the, he's on the downside of his career, but it's that look, you can also make the argument that his downside is looking better than a lot, better than a lot of cats uh, prime. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but, you know, accolades put to the side, we're focusing on the task at hand. Uh, we definitely need him back, you know, because his contribution, his leadership, is something that we need going into the postseason. You know, and then actually competing to get to the postseason, I should say. So there's that, you know, like I said, the most recent support. I mean, not not the most recent support, but the most recent report was that uh, we're looking at about two to three weeks. You know what I mean? So um, I'm not sure if you got that Wolverine healing factor, but we definitely need it around this point. And for AD, you got to send out you got to send out your prayers, motivation, all that shit for, for AD right now, because. He's going to need it, you know, and even even though I feel like the, the sporting cast is solid, you know what I mean? It, we're going to need him to anchor that whole entire team. Schroeder, that whole entire, like, we, we've we gotten younger, but the responsibility, it, it, it weighs heavy in that Laker jersey, you know, and what we're trying to get accomplished. So I appreciate what has been done the past couple of games, but that means nothing if we can't, continue to build on that, even with Braun out of the lineup. But it's going to be a difficult task, you know what I mean? And no, by no means do I feel like I'd be surprised if we uh, we max out and, and, and are even out at towards the end of the season and stuff like that because, again, I, even though I consider AD one of the greatest talents that we've ever seen, especially at that position, you know, one of the things that we've all seen him lack at is him to carry a team, um, not, and, I, and that's unfair. Because with the Pelicans, he actually did carry that team uh, to his best, to best, the, the best of his abilities. Damn, I got tied up right there. But 
you know, it, when we start talking about the Lakers, that's a different type of leadership. That's a different type of, that's a heavier jersey that you're wearing because the expectations are more, you know, not to shit on the Pelicans, but no one was looking for the Pelicans to make that type of noise. Lakers is championship or bust. And that can, that can be a, a, a great and a bad thing because we don't tend to uh, move like other teams move. Even though the game has changed, I do think we need to change the way we operate in the offseason and the trade deadline, et cetera, because, uh, you know, we can't, we can't rely on our old ways. The game has changed in so many different ways, and the money that's involved has caused for the game to change in so many different ways. So we have to figure out that formula. But as of right now, we got the pieces that we have, and we got to work with what we got, where, uh, what we got right now. There would be nothing more rewarding to see us uh, hang our head high and above water while, you know, Bron is uh, treating his, his injury. For him to come back to at least a winning record, you know, by the time he comes back, you know? And I even think if he's if we're doing well enough, you know what I'm saying? We don't even have to do great, although we would love as a Laker fan for them to do great during this stretch. If they just did well enough, you know what I'm saying, to be in the position for the postseason, I think they might hold off on Bron until the postseason. That's a huge possibility. You know what I mean? Uh, but that's that. And and then and to to get off the Lakers. In general, and talk about something in a more general basis. I was talking to my boy D Murph. Why not sports? Why not sports? Shout out to D Murph, man. Why not the flagrant two host of uh, two of the most legendary podcasts in the game uh, in the indie circuit? You know, Coach Murph is what I call him now. But we were discussing uh, how the game has changed and kind of like piggybacking off of what Charles Barkley has said. Uh, this week, and it was like if if you notice how the game has just changed a lot to where we, it's not even honorable. We're not even going to bring up the All Star game, but the game in general. You know what I mean? When you look at you, you know, well, like when you look at John Morant in Memphis or whatever, special talent. You know what I'm saying? I was blurting out his name. I I picked him personally over. Uh, I picked him over Zion. You know what I'm saying? As far as the draft, you know, I understand why Zion was the number one guy, but I picked John Moran. Uh, but character-wise, it seemed like, the, his, it, like, I'm not understanding what's going on with him character-wise. Like, we had the Allen Iversons of the world, and Iverson did what he did, so other guards his size or similar could, uh, could, pay, could basically be them. But it's like, it doesn't seem like it's authentic, though. You know, the game has changed. Like, it, it just seems a little bit more softer. Not, not, and what I mean that, I'm talking about mentally. When we start talking about the low management and shit like that, and the, and the superstars is not, they're not excluded. And when I mean the superstars, I mean the older superstars. You know, Murph has brought up, um, he brought up, you know, we start talking about the teams who, who we need to look out for, and he had brought up the Clippers. I said, no mas. No disrespect, and it's not just me being a Laker fan or anything like that, but it's like y'all been shoving down, y'all been shoving that 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 PG-13 and Kawhi Leonard, the, the the two best wing defenders in the game, y'all been shoving that down our throats, pause for since they since they became teammates, and it still hasn't happened. And obviously with the addition of Brody over there, it's sparked things up and things like that. But that, that's a fake fan base. They're gonna they they're gonna amplify anything that goes against the Lakers. 
And by him leaving the Lakers the way he did, obviously I understand that. But getting back to on the court things and stuff like that, they've been shoving that Clipper shit down our throats for a while now, and it hasn't panned out. You know, when I consider it like when it, we, we brought up the West and I said, when John Morant said what he said, that's one thing. I love the confidence. But at the same time, I consider the West wide open. You know, with 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 or without my Lakers being in the postseason, it's wide open. I don't see there. I don't see a Western team that I have to be afraid of. I think, out of respect, you have to throw Golden State up there with a full roster. You know, out of respect, you have to throw a Phoenix up there with the addition of KD. Out of respect, with Kyrie going to Dallas, seeing that they could do some possible damage in the playoffs. Yes, that's all by name, though. That's all by then because it still has to work out. It still got to work out. You know what I mean? You just adding the name. Yeah, KD, you, you can figure can go to any team and just click in, and he's automatically going to take over. But it's about the teammates around him that has to adjust. You know what I mean? Do you defer to him in a moment where it comes down to the last shot or even the last couple of shots? You know, we, we talk about how it's going to be much dangerous assignments for these Western teams in the playoffs where they got to, they got, they, they can't, they, they're not allowed to double anymore because, uh, Booker has someone. And, they, and there's another thing. Remember, Booker was crying in all, in the, in the offseason about being double teamed because he was getting double teamed in the league. He won't have to worry about that now. He won't have to worry about that. I think the key X factor is, uh, CP3 finding out. Uh, his major role, which is probably cutting down his scoring and more facilitate, he can do that pretty goddamn well. And then DeAndre Aiden, who has going to have to change his mindset of being a offensive insurance person uh, and more so of a uh, headstrong when it comes to uh, a defender and 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 rebounding and offensive boards. To tell you the truth, second chance, you know what I'm saying, and then that gives them a chance. Outside of that, no. When you look at the East and we talk about the Bucks and we talk about Philly, uh, we talk about Boston, and that might be it. But outside of that, look at that. I talk about five possible teams because of the because of the names. But man, when I really look at the game though, like, are we still enjoying it? I don't know, cats might say, well, because the Lakers is not doing that good now is all of a sudden, no. I mean, this is this has been this has been. I wouldn't say for the probably for like the last ten years or so. You know, I think I think what the NFL is trying to do is what the NBA has already done or has starting to map out now, and that's making it even across the board. They're getting these smaller cities uh, involved. You know what I mean? So that's why you see and you don't hear much about the Sacramento Kings, but they've been playing well. They've been killing it. You know what I mean? Um, so I think when I when I say that it seems pretty open, that's not a diss to the teams that has been to the to the finals recently are top three or four in the standings. No, it's not about that. It's about them pushing other teams to be more involved so it, it won't it won't drop off it won't be a steep drop off after the six or seven c right now like i said it's only anywhere between anywhere between a game and a half and like three games where you can shuffle some chairs around 
And I think that's where they want it to be. But I'm more so talking about the ment- the mentality of the game. I think with the money that's being involved, like they're getting paid more, but they're sitting more. And I know it sounds like the old head, like, you know, if you're getting paid to play, you need to get out there and play. And, I, and, I, and I'm like, I understand that they need to work on their bodies, but is this showing that these niggas don't really work out as much as they should? You know what I mean? Like, they can't, they, they can't play back-to-backs. They complain about playing back-to-back. Right? Not only that, it's like, not even due to injury. It's just for rest. You know, it's just for rest. And I know they don't want to lose that money by taking away games. But it's like, what do you do? Me personally, I'm not going to sit up here and complain about cats playing 82 games, even though I was used to uh, cats playing, at, playing the full season or at least majority of it. And when I say majority, I'm talking about like in the 70s, because we already know that um, some players will sit towards the end of the season. You're not going to see them playing too many, you know, too many 82, you know, 82 straight games, unless you're John Stockton. But, you know, it wasn't, it was, it was, it was just different back then. Like they actually played. You know what I mean? And, and we do have a point where we say, yo, some of these cats work overtime or pull from their savings a little bit just to go to a Laker game to go see these stars. And not even just, you know, going to see the Lakers, but whoever they playing, you know, you play, you, you, you're paying to see multiple stars between two teams. And when you find out you get to the game that they're going to sit, it's like, you know, when it hits you with that game time, it's, it's weird that we can't buy tickets ahead of time because we don't know if they're going to be a game time decision or not. You know what I mean? Like, it's damn near you got to buy the tickets that day, which might be sky high, or it could be the opposite, depending on the seller. But it's like, God damn. You know what I mean? You get there, and everybody's sitting on the goddamn bench. And that's what I mean. And it's all based off of, of, of rest. Man, the game, is, the game is changing, dog. The game is changing. And you would think the NFL would would try to do something the opposite where and they added more games. Like they literally added more games. It's tough. It's tough. But it is what it is, man. You know, the players allow it. That's what's gonna happen, especially when you got a players union. You know, so at the end of the day, I do see the game changing. I'm just not sure if it's changing for the better. And, you know, that can sound a little bit different coming from a fan that's a part of a, a big a big city. You know what I mean? So, you know, when you come from a big city, a big market, it's like you should have less complaints, especially when you have or you're sharing the most championships in the league. So it's like, yeah, yeah, you really don't have much to complain about. But no, I could be greedy. I want more. I want more chips. But I also want the game to be pure. You know, regardless of my team making to the finals or not, I'm still watching the game. I'm not one of them cats that turn off the TV once their squad is eliminated or not making. You know what I mean? 
because I honestly want to see some good basketball. It seems like lately, you can really only get that from like college basketball, which, by the way, the best sporting event of all time is coming up. Yes, I said it. And that's March Madness. And speak about being a, a field that's wide open. I don't think there's a team in the NCAA that I have to worry about. Like, you know, hopefully my UCLA Bruins can take advantage of such a level platform this year. But man, the game has changed, man. And like I said, I talked to Murph about it. We both agreed that. I mean, look, it's hard to, when you look at the defensive players, the top five defensive players in the league right now, most of them you don't even know. And then it's like, but where? And is it situational? Because, God damn, the Clippers just put up or gave up like 170. 170 fucking points in a game? That's almost a game and a half. It's almost a game and a half, at least back in the 90s. A game and a half, dog. 170? Now, I got to come to the players' defense in that. If they drop them 170, then they damn near playing almost a game and a half. So I can understand where the fatigue comes from. But you got to change something up because not, I don't know where they got this idea of more points, better game. Like, nah, to tell you the truth, it's, that's never been dope. I mean, it was dope to see Cats score over 100. But to see Cats score over, score 30 to 50 to 70 points over 100, that shit getting kind of ridiculous, dog. You don't think? All right. Overrun with BTG, man. Hopefully we can get back to some great quality basketball because it hasn't been like that for a while. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to say that's the hunger, the passion, and the money that's being blended right now. So, mm-hmm. But. Prayers up for Braun, man. Speedy return so we can get back to being consistent. AD, you know what it is. We're not about to sit up here and make any excuses for you because uh, you played well without Braun earlier in the season, and I was with the, uh, with a different roster. So it's like it's time to step it up. You know, I, I don't – yeah, you might not ever win MVP, but we still need you to play on an MVP-type level. You know what I mean? You're being held accountable. 